What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Well-Rounded Nerd. I am here with my co-host, Sean Snow, the one and only Lord Snow himself. Ah, Lord of Winterfell. That's Lord of Winterfell, yes. exactly. And um, High Prince Steve Pugh. Um, today is actually my wife's birthday. And one of the gifts that I gave her, I don't know if you follow Stranger Things, but I got her a Hellfire Club t-shirt. No, I, I we're stuck on this British show called Taskmaster. That's huh. what we're, it's a great show, but we're stuck on that right now. And then that's probably in the backlog of what we need to get next to. But sure. Uh, yep. Anyway, um, Sean and I are here to discuss the recent release of Prey, the prequel to the Predator films um, that have taken over so many years of you know development and inclusion with regard, especially even to the Alien films, which they've made their own appearances. But I feel like we should steer away from the Alien ones because those ones kind of fall under like a different purview of like they're not exactly Predator. Predator films, they're more like half alien, half predator. I think okay. the ones that matter more are the the actual predator films, in my opinion. But just to kick things off, how high or low does Prey rank in the stack of predator only films for you? Like scale of one to ten, how how good is it compared to the other ones or how poor is it? Well, I have my rankings list right here, and I did include the AVP. Uh, that's fine if we don't want to talk about that. Um, you can include it. Yeah, and so I have it relatively – I don't want to reveal it, but I have it pretty high. Um, I was mm, – uh, my expectations, I'm pretty forgiving when it comes to uh, movies. People give it a good effort. I usually I leave the movie. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't that bad, and then after some perspective or – you know, retrospect. I'm like, you know, actually, that wasn't that good. And so it's this, but I did not have that uh, with this movie. I actually really, really, really liked it. There's only very few things that I didn't like with it. So I, I rank it. Uh, it's somewhere in one out of ten, somewhere between eight, eight and a half, eight, seven, eight point seven five. I really, really enjoyed it. And I'll tell you later where it's at in my ranking. But in terms of a scale from one to ten, and kind of a preview where you think it's going to land. Where, where do you have it? I have it relatively the same as you. I'm actually a little bit higher. It's a nine for me. It's on the nine. Yeah. It, it, it hit the nine club for me. And I'll kick things off by saying the the thing going in was I was like, this looks really, really good. You know, it the, the trailers really brought the hype. You know, they, they got me back interested in the franchise. And I was like, oh, this feels like like a match made in heaven you know you have a comanche versus you know the the great predator but this is also several hundred years so things are a little bit set back for the predator in terms of hunting and things like that um you know and um i wasn't sure if it was going to live up to that hype that it you know proposed and i was really pleasantly surprised that it did it it met and yet actually exceeded my expectations and i was like i was waiting for big moments where i was like nah that's that's baloney that's that's no good i didn't, they didn't really come. i really didn't find any yeah. i was kind of waiting for it to drop on me and it just stayed nice and consistent good rise of everything over the top just yeah. just kept on getting better 
But if I have to look back and I have to look at the, its predecessors, I mean, I can nitpick most of those apart apart from the original Predator. The original Predator is probably the only one, in my opinion, that gets as close to being this good out of any of the other Predator films as the original. Concur. I totally concur. So, so non-spoilery. Non-spoilery. Go ahead. So non-spoilery with Prey of just kind of like you know, what I did like and what I didn't like or what I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I did like, it was a tight hour and a half. Like they can, cons- I never felt like it was dragging. I never felt like there was fluff. It had every second on screen time was not wasted. The flow of the movie was really good. It respected the uh, protagonist and not made her a Mary Sue. Yes! <laughs> no Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. Um, they always have to have a female lead, which, again, we always have said on this show before, if they write her well, we're all for if it. If they write her well, a, we're all for it. This was a, a, a great keen example. example of that, yeah. Exactly. It felt She's a lot longer than relatable. it was, actually. Yeah, it was, like a, it was an hour and a half. And with the credit, the credits took forever, but like, <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, but my goodness, it was, it was a tight hour and a half. Uh, we got in, we got out, we had a great time. Um, didn't take itself too seriously. And it was a simple story told. And I just want to, I can't wait to watch it again. Yeah, for real. Like it, it felt a lot longer than it actually was, but that's because when the storytelling feels as good as it does, events seem longer in the film, you know, because of the way that it's shot, the way that it's uh, strung together. And this was a really good example of how to string something together so that time doesn't really matter to you. You're kind of in the moment. And I felt like this film nailed that in the moment feeling for much of what it was about, you know. Um, And from this point on, I think we can go spoilery. Um, So spoiler alerts ahead. you know, when Naru, she's like hunting and she's taking time to go through like her her bag and what's in her bag and how she's tracking. And she's she's also, you know, he's uh, the predator is also the prey here as much as she is in a way. You know, it's it's very balanced in a way because Especially she's using her act, skills. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's it, a lot of the events kind of like how Top Gun Maverick you know, used a lot of the same makeup to its film as the original Top Gun. This film utilized a lot of that as well in regards to the original Predator, how some of the key events of the story um, or key, you know, uh, totem poles or milestones in the film were similar. You know, how... I well for one at least the final battle you know there's she's got a plan in mind she's going to execute it and she she follows through with the end game kind of using the predator's own uh weak you know strengths as weaknesses against them which I felt like Dutch also kind of had had that same thing so Okay. But I feel like there's also um, the discovery phase, you know, oh, they discover that there's something hunting them, that similar phase. There's, I mean, most of the Predator films also do some of these things, but this one felt like it paralleled the original film very well for some reason. I just felt like there's a bigger kinship between this film and the original than I did mm-hmm. with any of the other Predator films. So that that being said, we also really care about the hero's journey a lot more 
in this film than in previous ones because there's there's not only her family but her tribe tied up in this there's her own personal mission to show her worth and because she she's concerned you know she can she's concerned for her tribe you know she's looking out for them like this is something that's hunting other things no one's listening to me i'm not the girl who cried wolf i'm the girl who cried predator you know this is <laughs> you know right. people need to predator pay attention got the wolf. yeah exactly <laughs> so i just i was just so I just really got caught up in it. Not only that, but the dog was like this <laughs> I was gonna say, excellent companionship yeah. buddy cop right there. She's almost a Disney princess. She's got an it's, animal sidekick. <laughs> she's got an animal sidekick. You know, it shows up on Hulu, and Hulu technically is owned by Disney. So, yeah, is that still a thing? Is that right? Uh, I mean, I think there's a relationship or partnership with 20th Century Fox with Hulu, which is 20th Century Fox owned by Disney. But I don't think Hulu owns Disney. They just bundle it with their streaming packages, as I think. But um, to yeah. kind of piggyback on what you were talking about, like the storytelling, the different the stakes weren't cataclysmic world ending. It was just the small tribe in the Dakotas. Um, we bought it. We bought in immediately. It wasn't, uh, you know, pushy in your face of like, I'm a woman. I can do this, too. It's just a simple story of saying, you know what? Sometimes it feels like we're forced into something that we don't want to do and we want to do something else. That story, that storyline, that situation is very relatable. You know, she's like, I don't want to be a gatherer. I want to be a hunter. I have these skills and I can prove it. Everybody can relate to that. And it was great. It was great to see. And I felt that they handled that very well. It wasn't just like a turn of the switch. It was it was an internal struggle. It wasn't always that she was willing to go gather. But at the same time, she's like, no, this is not what I meant to do. And so that was a very believable thing. And the fact that she was practicing and she failed and she didn't just succeed at everything made her even more relatable. You know, when she uh, she never until the end, obviously, when she defeated the Predator. She got lucky when she escaped the Predator. It wasn't she outsmarted or outdid this. It was just like luck. And it and because at that point, she, was, she wasn't ready to beat him. And so right. there was that journey, of course, that we had to have. And um, What did you think of just uh, people just think, oh, well, what if they just spoke in Comanche or had accents or... I thought it was good that, you know what, they just stuck with it. They ran with it. They're just speaking modern day English and that's okay. And that's fine. It didn't take oh, me out of it. Fine. No, it didn't take me out of it either. And in fact, um, according to some articles that I read, the way that they have um, portrayed the Comanche is as close, like as close to real Comanches as is possible. So like other Comanches have come in and they've like reviewed it and they're like, Oh, this is, ex you guys have, you know, really nailed it because they've used like real native American actors in the Absolutely. film. And these people know their craft, they know their history. So a lot of that is really well baked into the film and you can feel that you can feel that like the, it's like they've channeled their, their ancestors, you know, they're like their avatars here in the film and they've really just put on an excellent show of it. You know, it's almost like a, like a historical fiction that you're watching, but then there's a predator out there hunting them, you know, yeah. who, who feels different. And I like that, that it feels different. 
And in fact, I really enjoyed a lot of the the parts where she would talk with her brother. You know, her brother wasn't like overbearing. Her brother actually cared about her. He became um, was it war chief? Is that what he became, or was it yeah tribal chief. tribal chief? So he became war chief. You know, after bringing home a big A mountain lion, and uh, you know yeah. he, he he really cares about his sister. You know, he even encouraged her. You know. Don't be a pussy. Just you do it, you know, go through with it. But it was that the, the moment, the big turning point was when he died and he's like, this is as far as I go. You know, I can't go any further. You have to finish it. You have to, you know, this is your turn, your turn to, to finish your mission. Basically I'm out, you know, I can't do any more. So I felt like there were acceptable losses. You know, we were all looking for the times when the predator does his best thing where he he murders everybody and uses his cool tech to just destroy everybody. And I feel like we got that with the French settlers, which was pretty That's good. True. I didn't even feel like there was too much like anything like overly like sexual or anything in it. I felt like it At was all. It, it played to its strengths and didn't divert for anything unnecessary. I felt like everything that was included in the film was pretty necessary that they did. Yeah. I mean, even the killing of the French settlers. And I, and there's always usually a sense of like ingenuity with whoever is fighting against the predator. And she, um, Naru d- definitely hones in on that you know the whole cooling of the blood thing with the with the petals which was like oh that i don't think we've quite seen that you know we've covered up with mud to help disguise the body heat which works but the um the using of the petals and the the flora and fauna that she's familiar with like with planted healing makes a big difference um to her also her ingenuity with tying a, a rope to the end of her her tomahawk you know like that's these are things that show that she's as smart and capable of taking down the predator, if not for the fact that, um, you know, he's just bigger and stronger, has more experience. She's never had a kill before. So, right. And, I, and so let's, let's go first into, if it's all right, you things we didn't like, and then things we yeah. did, did like as quick as you can, and then we can rank the predators. And then maybe that's enough time that we probably mm-hmm. can get out of here. So I'll start with things that, that didn't, you know, land with me. And it's a short list. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, having the French settlers was necessary and very important. And I think it's kind of a, a commentary on colonialism, which which is fine and okay with me. But I just felt like they were too brutish. They were too uh, orc-like. They were just so <laughs> savage. You know what I mean? Like they were always just. They were the animals. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, they they were terrible people, but like they were grumbling. They were just overly they, disgusting. Like overly disgusting. Yeah, and they like yeah. took Naru's brother out. What's his name? Tahi to something with the Tabe. Tabe. Yeah, and like just because they just wanted to cut his chest just so they could show it. It was just like, okay, you're the savage. I get it, and you and you don't feel as bad when they get just slaughtered. <laughs> maybe that was their whole point of like oh we have to make them seem undesirable as to make them like it's okay that they're being killed it's like the 
where it's a mercy killing almost of like the settlers yeah. of like oh they deserve to die but i don't i don't know like you said that's kind of a it's debatable whether like they shouldn't have been so disgusting i think that's a little over the top maybe it was over the top i mean the whole the whole field of skinned buffalo i mean that was true that's what they did they didn't use the and i i get that but the fact that they were just like the main guy, you never under really stood him. I wish they had subtitles in French. They didn't. They was just kind yeah. Of they nice. didn't. That was uh, that's another. I want to know. I want to know what they were saying. It was pretty cool that they were speaking French, you know, legit. But they, I wanted to know what they were saying. Uh, probably they didn't have it because it was just. <laughs> it yeah, was exactly. Just trying to make him sound like that. Um, another thing I would say is. In the first Predator, what makes it so special in my mind, in that famous line, if it bleeds, we can kill it, right? Yeah. And they repeated that line in this movie, which was great. I felt like, and this is a trope in a lot of alien movies, is that the, the aliens are almost indestructible. They'll take all these hits, and yet they're surviving. Like, at one point when he's fighting Tabe, he gets that spear through his shoulder and close to mm -hmm. where his heart would be. Right. The, f the fight where he uh, kills those three Indians when Naru is tied up, one guy stabs right through his foot. It, it just seems like, do they have like Wolverine-like regenerative capabilities? No, because... No, they don't. We've they seen don't. that they don't, yeah. Yeah, and I just felt like because it went through his shoulder. It just, just didn't pierce. It like went through his shoulder. Like I don't know any animal in any species. That's I mean maybe because it's an extraterrestrial and I'm nitpicking. They don't exist, but whatever. I'm just like I, I wish that they would have done damage that would have weakened it. That could have came to showing clearly in the end with the fight with Naru that it affected him, but it didn't. He was you know he should better. be like limping, you know, like limping or yeah. he's you know, he's slower than he was. You know, it's still dangerous, but is but slower. You know, that doesn't sure. make sense for sure. Yeah. Or they didn't or my recommendation is that it doesn't go all the way through, that they injure him a little bit so it's believable. But and um that might be my list. Those two things. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Like the settlers were definitely one. Um I mean, you can definitely tell that the budget was was lower on this one. You know, they they didn't spend a ton, you know, and the VFX they did, you know, is is good. It's very good, but it's not amazing. It's not on the scale of right. like the best that you've ever seen. In fact, if they had gone with practical effects on the Predator, I might have enjoyed it more. You know, I know they did. Yeah. They did do. They did do a lot of practical, but not all of it. Like every, everything here was all CGI space. Yeah, like the body yeah. though was all was was legit and stuff like that was was practical. But um, I feel like other Predator films in the past have done a better job of giving more backstory to like why the Predator is there specifically, like what's their purpose. You know, they're always there to hunt. But there's always like more context to it. Yeah, and I feel like there wasn't much context. You know, we see the predator kill a bunch of different things. You know, a rabbit, a, a wolf, a, a lion, or or whatever it was. You know, that's out there. But we or, or a snake. But we don't get a lot of context around what type of predator this. I, I've heard that it's said that this is a feral predator. 
So, meaning, is this just just a one that's just out, like an outlaw kind of predator, or like well, I don't know? They, they don't. Off. Was he dropped off? I thought he was a. I mean, a feral sounds right. I thought he might have been a young blood, just kind of like on out on his first time, first time to Earth, kind of finding, right. going up the chain of you know, apex killing, predator yeah. or whatever. But like. I would have it would have been better if they'd given more context to what was the purpose of this hunt, like what type of predator he is and kind of establishing that like just in in any significant way. And I don't feel like they did that. So that would have been nice. I mean, it's not like the biggest thing in the world, but it certainly would have given the predator a better um, backstory. You know, we know a lot about Nauru, but we don't know a ton about this specific predator. So. You know, that would have helped to kind of balance their stories together a bit better. And like you said, the French settlers, you know, how grotesque they were. I was like, they're a bit more civilized than that. You know, they're they're French settlers. They're not, you know, they're not. uh, They're not orcs from Mordor. They're not orcs from Mordor or goblins. (laughs) They're not just like, yeah, so. You know, that would have been better. But overall, like, yeah, it's tough for me to think of things that I I didn't like because there there was honestly wasn't much. There wasn't yeah. much at all. So, so what about highlights for you? Highlights. Um, definitely the times where Naru is like struggling, like something is happening with her. You know, she's fleeing from a bear. She's trying to catch something. Seeing her kind of learning on her own and learning for herself was like very rewarding because not only does she have like innate skill, like she has true talent, you know, God given talent, but she has, she's like learning at the same time. So any of the, the times that she's just like, teaching herself or learning or trying to figure things out, you know, those are definitely my favorite and spending time with her dog, you know, her very trusty yeah. companion, her trusty companion. So would those are just, definitely mine. Would you just turn it off if the dog had died. <laughs> no, probably not, but it, yeah. it certainly would have made, made it harder to watch because it's like, Oh, her, her, her trusted companion is I no know. longer there. And we're like, I did like the oh, tie in though. Yeah. Tabe died, but not the dog. <laughs> well, yeah, they had to kill off at least one, you right. know, one very For important sure. m- main character. But I also like the tie-in with the pistol uh, that ties oh, into in, yeah. into Predator uh, Predator Two. Absolutely. So. I thought that was that was interesting and we'll probably have to learn more about how that gets back to the predators because the Native Americans have it. But how does it end up back with the predators? It's like this token passed between predator and human. So I'm sure that will come. Did you see the the end credits, the the hieroglyphic hieroglyphics or and then the ships coming in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people speculate, oh, well, that's them just either coming to destroy the Comanche tribe or they realize that when they went to go pick up their buddy and he's dead. Um, and but he's then, headless. <laughs> and then he's headless. And then maybe, I, I don't, maybe they exchange some sort of trophy and honor. And she's like, okay, how about you take this or something like that? Predators don't really even have friends among other predators, they all like hate each other. That's how I feel. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a big class system going on in there. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, among other films, like watching Predator Two, 
that one gives you a lot of context about like what a predator is like, you know, like they, they, he went through a process of like healing himself and like covering up his wounds. And he has like, he's toying with his prey, you know, there's a, like a lot more context there. Plus you get to see there's a lot of other predators there. So, I mean, like, yeah. like the, the context makes a difference in these films and this one lacked some for a predator, but overall I think it was still the, probably the yeah. best of the series among others uh the uh the bear fight for, i stopped it paused it rewound and watched it again <laughs> like, the bear fight was super cool and i was like predator fighting a bear i mean come on that's awesome that's it, definitely it rewatchable one of my favorite moments in all of predator all right so with the time we have we've talked about our highlights let's just quickly go through those rankings and just maybe why they're so low and um, and if we want to exclude AVP, that's fine. I mean, I just, I'll let you seven, include it. You go for it. So seven, seven movies, right? I have there at the mm-hmm. bottom seven AVP two, Requiem. Oh my gosh. Terrible movie, terrible storytelling. <laughs> they were brand new directors. I don't think it was one of their first thing. Uh, the only cool thing about it is we saw a glimpse of the Yachu or Predator homeworld. That was the only thing that was cool. Like they had no sanctity for life. I know Predators kill people, but like the, it, it didn't follow the rules of movies and who should be who should die. Uh, and when the Pred alien went into the maternity ward, I just couldn't. I could not. I hated it. It was it was a terrible movie. That's number seven. What's your seven? Um, so uh, the AVP ones, they're definitely like at the very bottom, basically for me. I don't, I didn't like either of them. I didn't really care for them. I mean, the setup was supposed to be a lot cooler, and it didn't end up playing out that way. You know, like oh, these two cool things are coming together. Well, it doesn't always work, and it didn't work for either of those films. Um, if I'm coming from the top. Prey is basically my number one. Uh, the, oh, um, wow. and the the original Predator is probably my second. Is number two. I have uh, the Predator. So from I think it's 2018. What? I I know the Predator is not like. Defend yourself. It's not. It's not the. It's not like great, but it's still kind of hokey and fun to watch. But um, I'm actually. I actually have to like. It's a tie between shocked, the Steve. Predator and Predator Two. I am <laughs> Those shocked. Two are like, what? Oh it, man, it's a crazy list. Predators. Um, so the Predators, like the one with Adrian Brody. Yeah. That's, that's that's after both of those because <laughs> I did not I did not care for the premise of Predators at all. I thought it was stupid that they're oh on like some goodness. Predator game reserve, and I'm like, no, I don't like this at all. And they focused way too much on the fact that they're all serial killers, and the fact that like, oh, you know, I'm Topher Grace, and I and I'm gonna and I'm a murderer, and I'm like, I'll give you that. I'm like, that's stupid. I mean, the idea that they would help out another predator, I actually like that. They should have focused more on that, you know, from the get go. And I, I just did not care for that. That's why that one's lower. And then you have the AVP ones at the bottom. The predator, I was like, it's it's hokey, but it's still kind of like just fun to watch two predators go at it. Oh, you know, I always like yeah. that part. Plus the spaceship. I mean, the spaceship was cool, but it does it doesn't fit the the stigma of the other ships that we've seen because the other ones are like they look like crap. You know, they they're they're interstellar oh, spaceships, dude. but 
but yeah. All right. Well, really quick, I I am I am shocked, shocked. So AVP two is number seven. Number six is the Predator. Uh, you have the Predator's number three, and I'm just what? It's tied All between right. three and four. It's tied between Predator two and the Predator. It needs to be lower, Steve. I'm just being honest. It it's by Shane Black, who they thought was going to resurrect the series. It failed financially. They doubled the budget, and it didn't land. They tried to put Marvel humor into it, and it doesn't belong there. The whole predator, uh, excuse me, the whole predator escaping because he is also a uh, uh, some sort of rogue predator, but he wants to help the Earth defend from incoming predators. So he decides to come and give us a gift, but in the meantime, he slaughters upon slaughters upon tons and tons of people okay that sounds like a predator that i guess he just can't ditch the old habit apparently autism is a superpower like they are totally disrespectful about that they don't handle it well boy holbrook is the only redeem i can go on about this steven i am shocked that it is there like i went and left that movie with my brother and i that was the same day i found out my wife was pregnant by the way but i i remember that and it was it was so bad. Like it's close to AVP two for me because I had such high expectations for it. I think that's another reason why it's so low is because I love Predator and when I saw it was coming out. Okay, Shane Black did Iron Man three. Not not the best Iron Man three, but he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. The the nice guys. So I was excited. Oh my gosh. It could not have fallen more flat for me. It should have been way better than it should have been. Oh my was. gosh! It was. It was so bad. It was, and the whole ragtag team of misfits just didn't land for me. Just put them in an actual unit so we have believable. So number six is the Predator. Number five is actually Predator Two. Predator Two is uh, really, and this is the big jump. This is the big jump for me. Like I think the Predator and AVP Two are low, low, low. I enjoyed Predator Two. People have Predator Two higher. I. I think it's so much a product of its time and not necessarily a good way. The the 1987, you know, Rambo, um, what's Dolph Lundgren, just like those, what they would call toxic masculinity for the original one just fits so well. Exactly. But the nineties, like almost buddy cop, but like, you know, there's the yelling captain in the precinct. I'm going to give me your badge. You know, it was just like, uh, is this lethal weapon? Is that's what we're doing. Le- lethal it was weapon. comical because it also fit that stigma of like trying, it was trying to be like escape from New York or escape from LA. Exactly. Which I, which both of those films, I admittedly love those films because they are unashamed of what but they, they were are, and they, and they lean into it. Yeah, they are self aware, and they lean into it. Wasn't really, but it wasn't. It was like I'm going to take elements from that, and I'm going to I'm going to make it feel like it's trying to be realistic, and it doesn't fully work out. So it doesn't fully, it doesn't fully, because I really do enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I think this movie' best redeeming qualities is just kind of getting a glimpse into the predator and his honor code and the lore behind it, mm-hmm. like. The fact that he won't kill, is it Ramirez? Some Hispanic name. I feel so bad. Yeah, the Hispanic. Because, she, because she's, she's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. I think that she's is not a threat. Yeah. so cool. My wife learned about that one time, and she it was around the same time that I saw The Predator because I was like watching them to get ready. And I told her about that scene, 
and I have this little bust, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And she knew she was pregnant. I didn't. And she said, I'm not scared of you. And I was like, <laughs> why, why are you talking to this? And she's like, I guess you didn't I, you didn't get my subtle hint about me being because like when she when I came home, she surprised me and told me. And then re- immediately after, she's like, so I guess you didn't get my hint earlier. I said, what do you mean? When I told your predator figurine, I wasn't scared of him. I was like, I oh. have never loved you so much. <laughs> oh. You you leverage something that I love in, in humor about you being pregnant. This is amazing. <laughs> um, so the fact that he wouldn't kill her, it's just the honor code was awesome. You know, he wouldn't he's not going to touch the kid in the cemetery. Want some candy like that? He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't hard harm kids. Um and then, of course, the lore in the alien space in the Predator ship, seeing the xenomorph skull, the uh, I don't skulls from all over the universe, and then, of course, the pistol from ni- seventeen fifteen mm-hmm. of uh, Raphael Adelini. Raphael Adelini, thank you so much. So that was oh, I mean that 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 was so cool. A lot of people like oh, they had to put that in there because we had the AVP movies. But um, real quick. Number four for me is AVP one. As a as a fifteen year old, I loved that movie. As a fifteen year old, when that uh, the protagonist gal, I can't remember her name, but when she saves him from the or helps him with that predator and she becomes like an ally, I was like, I want that to be me. So yes, it was cheesy, but it's from my fourteen year old frame of mind. See, and I, I can't handle that. I can't handle that one. <laughs> That's I can't all right. handle the predator. I can't handle AVP. That's okay. That's all right. The whole like pyramid and everything and the history behind it was a bit of a stretch. I get, but just from my young mind and just kind of like actually it's hard seeing with the it. co-opting. It's hard with the co-opting of like history and it it works in a lot of ways when you co-opt natural history and physical history into a film to make it fit your alien scheme, but this one I was like uh and that's I, okay. Yeah, that's okay. But anyway, yeah. Where did Predators num- sit? Number three's Predators. You didn't like the really? concept? I like the concept. I thought it was I'll, I'll give you this. I like I like I like Adrian Brody. He was awesome. I felt like he was great. I liked his whole thing, and I even liked what he and uh, was it was it Salma Hayek? No. Uh, or what's her name? Braga, something Braga, Alice Braga. So her character, and you know, I liked their little back and forth and stuff, and it was cute and all, but it, it, I just felt like the film diverted away from the original scheme of like what a predator film is in a way because it's like oh the predators are using human tricks against against themselves you know i was like oh that's what i would have done like the dogs are like help me or the the you know these types of traps and stuff like that and i was like i just don't like the initial premise of the film the whole it had like a twilight zone ending to it you know it's like oh there's no way off this planet you know there's no there's no winning for the humans here and then they drop in more people and i'm like i just don't like it i just don't like it I like the fact that they they kind of went back to the jungle, but even though it was on a different planet in the game preserve, I thought that was an interesting new twist. I'll give you Topher Grace. I would have been nice if he wasn't in the film. I'll give you um, what was what was the other thing that you said? The dog. They, they had Machete in there. <laughs> they Machete. Had. 
I mean, I buy that. You know, they're always around wartime and they can abduct, abduct people. I felt the like samurai the samurai whole... fight, though, was so cool. The samurai yes. fight was cool. It expanded on the lore, right? There's samurai. They've been doing this for a long time. The Yakuza guy, the samurai sword. and it, I thought that that was... I don't know, expanded on the lore, but didn't go crazy with it. You might disagree, and that's totally fine. The whole berserker uh, predator or ultimate ultimate predator, I don't mm-hmm. think that was necessary that there's like a blood feud going on. That's a little too much back. I'm like, whatever. The whole, I'm here, come and kill me. I was like, you co-opted that line from the original predator. Yeah. I don't like that you use that specific line. You could have picked other lines, and I don't like that he they use that one. I mean, I get Does it. it. Naru like, I'm say here. It? Come with you. No, Naru I don't says think it she... as well. I thought she Does did. She? Yeah, come on. And because she's trying to lure it towards its own helmet that'll get him. I thought. Right. I know. I thought she said something like that. And um, so, and I thought Adrian Brody did fine. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And then number two, and then there's a big, there's a big separate. I have prey number two and, uh, and then predator one, the almighty number one. <laughs> so at least we got number one and number two. I'm fine with you having prey as number one. Totally. But then you just go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? New is always better. I'm just kidding. Uh. I can't say that about everything now. I'm a, a Barney, a Barney Stinson line like that can get me in trouble. But uh, that's true. I don't know. With with Prey, it works here for me. You know, the new one was better just because I just sometimes the simpler films just perform much better. You know, they're, they're not trying to overcomplicate things. They, they, they stick with a solid premise that makes sense, that's historically accurate, that doesn't – it's not diluted by any other external forces. It's like character-driven. It's character-driven. And the two most simplest plot-wise films, we both agree, Predator – Predator Prey. and Prey. And there's that's the reason why they're at the top. They focus on the characters. It's nice to have a little bit of lore here and there, maybe especially for a fanboy, but you know, story is what matters and really what drives it. So what do you bet in the next, you know, decade they are going to do a predator film where the human is the predator and they come to Yachu to prey on the predators? <laughs> I don't. I, I can tell you what. If they do that, it'll be a garbage film. I absolutely agree. They have set themselves up for success to do period piece, period piece, period piece, and just crush it. So mm-hmm. I do. You know, I'll leave you with this because of the time. But mm-hmm. what what do you want to see next? Like, what time period do you want to see? You've probably heard the same rumor, but someone put it out there. Let's go feudal Japan. Yes. And let let's let's go feudal Japan and let's bring a predator yes. versus like a samurai or a ninja. And I'm like, please have at it. Do it. Go for it. Yep. Please. That's I my number see one. It. I want it. Number yeah. One. That and maybe like like a cowboy. Like if they went like cowboy style. Well, cowboys and aliens. I actually yeah. thought that was a good movie. I liked it. <laughs> it, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I've seen worse. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was okay. Yeah, you could do feudal Japan or like like Last Samurai meets uh Predator where they're like the samurais are moving from the samurai code to like uh, industrialization and 
progression and firearms and stuff like that. And so like, or you around do like that Sherlock time, Holmes, like a Sherlock Holmes, even you could go Sherlock Holmes and you could do Victorian era, uh, London, Jack the Ripper versus a uh, predator. Oh my gosh. That would, that would be pretty cool. Um, oh, be, it would be really cool. Yeah. Have you seen Batman gaslight yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I've watched gosh, that several times. That one's great. So that's I didn't expect that. that. I didn't expect that movie to work out so well. And it really it did. did. Oh like, man, I would awesome. Like a live action of that, I'd be all on board. But I don't think that ever green light that. No, probably not. That's like, it's like decades down the road before they ever green light that. There's lots more content to get through before that point. But yeah, there's some prey. There's some yeah. There's some pretty cool like fan films as well about predators. So I think feudal Japan obviously is the top of everybody's choice. I saw this like Crusades one, which might Ooh. be a cool time period. And then uh, South Pacific World War II time, I think, would actually be pretty cool. Or maybe even do like you. you did you ever see the Mark Wahlberg um, one where he's the uh, it's shooter, right? Shooter. You know, he lives out in the woods, though. He's like retired military, you know, because his friend died out in his own home wood territory. Predator comes to the woods to find like an equal like hermit kind of hunter out in the wild it's just him and his hunting tactics you know versus another hunter you know someone who's also as big a trophy hunter as you know a human that's as big a trophy hunter as the the predator that's hunting him right so something like that would be i think would be would be very choice uh, to do it would be a would be a fresh kind of take that you don't have like cannon fodder of all these people dying. It's more of a tense one on one. Well, yeah, it makes sense because you know maybe they run into another hunting party and all the other hunters get slaughtered and they're like veteran hunters and and stuff like that and you know there's lots you could do with it but um, there's also a predator game if you've ever seen the trailer for it you play the predator. And you go and you hunt down tons of army guys and stuff with all of his <laughs> yeah. same tools. You'll have to check it out. It, it, I've seen like it demos crazy. on it and cin- cinematics of it. Yeah, it's it, it looks okay. I think there's more that I would have. I wouldn't have done a first person. I would have done a third person. But that's yeah. um, that's just me. But what if would there be any other situations that you'd want to see? Feudal Japan, World War Two. Crusades. Um, have you ever seen that movie Zulu? No. With Michael Caine, it's like a, it's a, it's like muskets. Uh, I'd say early eighteen hundreds or something like that, where they're just kind of stuck in. There's like a colony colony in, in Africa, and they're fighting off this Zulu tribe, hmm. and it's it's a fantastic movie. So. I don't know. Maybe they've kind of already done that colonization with, but with like African tribes. Nah, that's probably a re, retread of what we just saw. So, Aztecs. Uh, <laughs> or is that too close to AVP? <laughs> yeah, I mean it is, but it's also close to prey in that same time of like Native American, sure, you know, warfare, that sort of thing. But I don't know. I think the cowboy one has merit. You know that or victorian era you know slasher let's do it let's 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 i'm gonna write my let's write some letters there you go i'm gonna i'm gonna send it in and uh you know that'll be my big break you know okay. screenwriter but um anyway right. 
we did it. Predator films have been reviewed and classified, even though we have some disparities. We are way off, but at least we're close on the top. At least the top, the top makes sense. That's but right. um, until next time, well, not rounded nerd coming at you, Steve Pugh and Sean Snow. We out. Out. All right, Mr. Pugh. Thank you. Thank you, Mr.